dude, have you heard of Founders Brewing Company or Founders Brewing? Yeah, they're in Texas, right? They do the... No, they're in Michigan, I think. Oh, fa- oh uh, Founders, uh, oh, what's their big... I've seen the... Ha- I, well, we don't have... Well, we definitely shouldn't rep their beers because of the story we're about oh, to Oh, is it the racist uh, one? Yeah, it's the racist one. Oh, <laughs> my good God. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, I've, heard, I've heard the industry has a lot of... I mean, you, when you think yeah, of it, you think of white dudes with a handlebar mustaches uh, yeah, in the in the, the microbrewing industry. But, like, it would make sense that there'd be racism issues as well. Tell the, I'll let you tell the story. Well, I mean, it was in the, the Washington Post. And um, there's a, a guy working there, was a guy working there, and uh, he uh, encountered racism on a daily basis. Uh, it was called the N-word a few times, overheard the N-word uh, thrown around at different individuals, including the mayor of Detroit. Um, uh, so uh, so he, he reported it to HR, and he, you know, he, he, he did the thing you're supposed to do, and he got fired eventually, and he's now suing Founders Brewing Company, uh, with a claim of discrimination, um, stuff like that, probably retaliation. I don't remember all of the charges. Would seem pretty cut and dry. How how are they? How is the owner defending himself? Like, does he have a good defense? It's remarkable. Um, the the guy. So obviously, if you're going to claim that someone is discriminating against you, you have to get them to acknowledge that you are of a certain class that could be discriminated against. So, like, basically, the owner of Founders Brewing uh, is basically arguing that he doesn't he's he doesn't know if the employee in question is black. Brilliant. He's saying, uh, I don't know Tracy's lineage, so I can't speculate on whether he is if he's from Africa or not. <laughs> this is so some, this is some Reddit 4chan like what? It's just a joke type like yeah, cowardly this is, bullshit. This does feel like some real like edge lord type. Yes, Whoa, exactly. I don't I don't like even like I think you're I think you're the racist one for bringing it up. It's not even that like this claim like, oh, I don't even see color. It's a it's a matter of like someone claiming not to see color because like for no other reason other than like uh, avoid the claim of uh, discrimination. Uh, It's pretty remarkable. So in front of uh, several attorneys, uh, Ryan, which is a very white name. Um, uh, let's just assume it's like Paul Ryan's like cousin or something. Yeah, because because um, anyway. in their family they they use middle names and last names as first names and N words a lot. Um, oh but my it, god! In front of several attorneys, <laughs> uh, Ryan, uh, like Ryan from the office, uh, who is white, was <laughs> able to. to although, shout out to although BJ to Novak. be fair, uh, you know, I have to call out the Washington Post author. You don't know uh, Ryan's lineage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You do. Um, uh, Ryan was able to muster up that his former employee's skin is, quote, different. <laughs> he eventually admitted huh. that his that his skin, that Tracy Evans's skin, the employee that was retaliating against, was, quote, darker. But uh-huh. Ryan didn't know uh, his form. But Ryan said explicitly that he didn't know uh, his former employee's DNA. Well, I mean, well, uh, I asked mean, whether Evans was a man of color. He avoided the question. What oh about boy. Michael Jordan? Is he is he a person of color? I've never met him. Says, uh, he, he even he even said, "What about uh, uh, former President Barack Obama?" Interesting. He picked yeah. two black men, uh, just at random. So he sort of knows the pattern. He knows. Well, he, no, the, this is obviously something the the attorney was bringing up 
to like questioning whether or not he can seek he, he can tell if people are black or not. oh no i thought I, th- I thought he was bringing up himself like what about michael jordan barack obama i don't know what their no, race is no 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 no, no. Okay. the attorney was bringing it okay because I, I was like that'd be particularly shitty if he like and, and brought li- up- like to be clear the the person who's filing this the plaintiff the the person that was discriminated against their attorney is asking him what about michael jordan uh and former president barack obama um i mean you know what he's gonna say and and, and to be and to be fair no, not to be fair. To be honest, a lot of uh, confused white people think that that's what being progressive is, is that you're supposed to not recognize race, that you're supposed to ignore race. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what race he is. Like, you'll see it in comedy shows where they're trying to describe somebody without saying they're black. And I'm like, that's that's so fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's just like men who are like, oh, I'm afraid to even be alone with a woman anymore. Like it's it's just like white. It's it's like a way of self victimizing. Hmm. Anyway, I mean, uh, I mean, it's an interesting question, and I'll be I'll be candid uh, because on the one hand, like uh, for instance, uh, actually, it's fun fact. Today's my last day. Today was my last day at the job that I'm leaving, so I'm no longer at the democracy. Mazeltov. Yeah, 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 it's good news. But uh, so, for instance, it, it it's for a long time, and even now, it, it's it's been a mostly white organization, sure. and uh, you know, we have we it, which has gotten better recently. But I remember like there being a a time where like we did have like a new person of color in the office, and rather than than you know, it's it's the kind of thing. Uh, if we have like one Hispanic person in the office, it's weird to be like, "Hey, we we got a new one of those." Uh, so sure, I, no, no, we would say this per like I, what I what I what I mentioned this person who who is that, and I said, you know, it's a new communications associate because I felt like that was like a because I feel like it's a weird because on the one hand I think you're right, it's weird to pretend like you know uh this person is like to avoid avoid describing them well there's a thing essentialize yeah. you know what i mean there's a thing where you're not supposed to assume yeah like with, uh, with, I, with, I, with, and, with and, and with, for 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 our listeners i i'm i'm super white and and uh, probably very stupid uh casey uh has a, you have a different um, I, I mean, uh, I, I, you have I, I a different, mean, <laughs> you have I, a different. I mean, I, I haven't seen your DNA. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I have, <laughs> I have Hispanic uh, d- DNA, but like it, it, in, in our in our society, I'm I'm white. I seen it though. In our society, yeah. I'm white because I get treated white. Like, I mean, kind of, you are the race that you're treated like, and so in so far as race is a social construct, it's just it's very washing your hands of the problem for white people to act like they don't see race. Yeah, yeah because yeah. they do. Like we all we all see we all see race yeah uh because it's it's sort of built into the to the dna which i haven't seen of our society i haven't (laughs) i haven't seen our i haven't seen our society's dna so i don't want to um but i think that people here like you're not supposed to assume things you're not supposed to like and i think this goes back to profiling people consider like you don't want to profile people you don't want to assume their gender for example but I don't want to get into like gender versus race and how and how that's. But like, I I I think that there's a there's a thin line to walk there. But it's not like a scary like. The whole point is this guy's being disingenuous. That's well, the whole point. We're getting we're getting into that. Th- we're getting into like, uh, you know, no, poli- I, racial politics. But well, I th- I mean I think it's interesting to uh, you know admit that you're that like for instance like 
I'm sure I've done weird shit. I'm, I'm like a white dude raised in a in a white supremacist society. So sure. I, like I think the the main thing, and and especially with like gender, is like and is like especially people with privilege just have to be cool about being called out. Like don't don't get defensive and lose your shit. Just like when you get called out, just fucking listen. What's wrong with you? You know what well, I mean? Well, because a lot of people have the idea that you get destroyed by these things. Like it destroys your career, it destroys I, your I feel reputation. like those people and- haven't actually been uh like in a space where they've been like called out. Like I, I, I think it know, destroys you more the more powerful you are, and I think rightfully so. I, no, I mean I don't I don't even think it does. So so like uh especially what we're talking about now. Like if I if I were talking to like a, a someone that appeared feminine to me and I uh, casually used feminine pronouns and they they correct me or like actually I'm non-binary I prefer they them and, I, and I, my response would be like oh okay cool sorry about that and yeah then, oh uh, yeah yeah in that way yeah so, I got you. so so it's like like if someone was like please don't don't assume my pronouns which first of all it, it's it's become this meme that's like people get like really pissed off and aggressive but the reality is that non-binary people are are like uh, vilified and discriminated against in our society yes, and treated tr- treated as weirdos so they're not going to come at you all aggressive like like uh, getting pissed off at you um so, so even in like really leftist spaces when someone calls you out you just you just fucking acknowledge it and fix yourself and you move on it's not a big deal no one no one cancels you and you're forced to leave and people throw tomatoes at you or something like that i mean some guy with a big cane you know the, the problem comes when you when you push back against the, the being called out like that, that's when you've transgressed. Like well, yeah, well, every, it, everyone's going to make, everyone's going to make mistakes, but it's all about good or bad faith at that point. Yeah. Well, you see this all the time, like online when someone's like, Oh my God, these, these fucking people are asking me what pronouns I prefer. And it's like, just God, you, fucking you, you tell can't them. say, you can't say <laughs> like, anything anymore. It's like a minefield out there. That, like, that's what you, you could literally say whatever you want. There are consequences sometimes, but uh, it, it, well, no, we're getting, we're, we're getting off topic. But, yeah. uh, Founders, the largest brewery in Michigan, has made a name for itself among craft beer lovers for calling its employees the N-word. No, I'm kidding. I read that wrong. Oh, my uh, God. But, I was like, what? <laughs> made its name for itself among craft beer lovers for its breakfast stouts, which are brewed with coffee and chocolate. Like I have for breakfast every morning. <laughs> I, the thing is, I based on that, I feel like I know what the like uh, Ryan looks like. He wears a lot of plaid. Um, he wears a lot of yeah. He lo- he dresses like a lumberjack. Probably wears like he, en- a- he enjoys a good hat. You yeah, know? I was about to say wears wears a tweed driving cap or a, like a yeah, golf yeah. cap. Yeah, and, he, uh, and, he, and it, he has cuff jeans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, it's uh, but uh, uh, so Evans's attorney said, told the Washington Post it's such a corporate calculated dialogue that he won't even admit that he knows whether Michael Jordan is black or Barack Obama. Uh, the cost is the loss of all credibility. And what was interesting. His founder's brewing company put out a statement, was which was like, "Look, of course he he can acknowledge that people are like he has uh, like inclinations about you know whether people are from a particular background, but when you're under oath and you're not sure, you yeah. can't just. Of course, he has suspicions like, about people who are different than him, but yeah, I mean, of course, of course, he knows who he uh, calls the N word. You know, like he doesn't just throw that around. He knows how to wield it. Sure. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Um, but it, yeah, no, I think it's I think it's great. It's like this. Uh, I haven't seen this before, and I don't know if it will hold up. This ridiculous corporate like just pretend you don't know if he's black or not. That kind of bullshit, you know. I mean, there is that video of that of that guy who's giving an interview, and he's like, uh, I can't remember what he was trying to get acquitted for, but he's like, No, I died in a car accident, so I can't 
I haven't seen that, but that's that's a that's a bold move. It's 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 a it's a meme. I get most of my news through memes. Oh, okay. Um. So, uh, what what else is going on in the news, buddy? Anything else in the news? Before uh, we get to our topic, which is something to do with technology, uh, probably just rambling about technology. But what else is in the news? Let me tell you what was in the news. So there was this uh, CNN article that was about how Democrats are sort of scrambling to see if there's just anyone else. Oh, that that, oh, that, that was the, the New York Times article? Uh, oh, right? sorry, oh, sorry. Yeah, the New York Times article. And uh, they're just desperate to see if there's anyone else who can take up the mantle. I think the article used the term a new white knight. And, uh, oh, and, and because And they were like, oh, my God, uh, Hillary Clinton, maybe? What about Michelle Obama? The, uh, the notion that Hillary Clinton would run again yeah this is the kind of shit that drives me up a wall like like uh, i mean to be to be clear i think it's it would only be slightly worse than beto o'rourke losing a statewide election and then going for a national election yeah i think it's only slightly worse than that yeah um but uh you know i don't know I, like i don't know why people want this person that lost and and to be clear i, I i'm familiar with the popular vote i know she won the popular vote but she lost the fucking election she didn't win pennsylvania she didn't win wisconsin etc um so like and she didn't campaign in wisconsin anyway i don't, I don't we don't have to go well the, well, that, the point the, the point of the idea or, or the point of the article was that it's so ridiculous how desperate they are and they started talking about the deficiencies of the different people running and i was like waiting for them to get to bernie their problem with joe biden adam you know, uh, you know, sex uh, pervert, uh, horrible old man, Jeff Bi- <laughs> Joe Biden. They were sex like, yeah, th- yeah. they were like his uh, his biggest problem is he's not going to be able to raise the funds <laughs> to support oh a, a, a national campaign. <laughs> how's he gonna How's he gonna buy his half of the election if he can't raise money? Uh, well, you know who has raised a shit ton of money and not from rich people. Not burned up. You wouldn't know it from reading this article because I kept waiting for Bernie. I kept waiting for them to go after Bernie. Yeah. They didn't mention him until the last paragraph. And it was to say, and it was that they were like when Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders entered the race, like that, that was all it gave was the last paragraph of the whole article. So he's raised the, the most money and it's been all by, uh, yeah. The only mention of Bernie Sanders is that Biden was thought to be the person that would save the election uh, in 2016 by entering uh, Clinton with the Clinton Bernie matchup they were like man Biden should have gotten in that's the only context Bernie is mentioned that and then, is and then fucking the par- wild and then the and then the article's out and it's because they don't have shit to say uh, about him because the Democratic Party knows that it's just afraid of shaking up the status quo the Democrats are very pro status quo just like the Republicans are. the Republicans are actually anti status quo in a way. But they have an imagined status quo that they're trying to, you know, rebuild. You know, they they think the status quo is just always in flux, yeah. and, and the uh, and the uh, anyway. So, yeah, the Democrats are just crazy, running around like chickens with their head cut off because they're afraid of real progress. But it, it, like the article is talking about like Sherrod Brown, and I think what what was wild is in this article where they were considering Sherrod Brown. Uh, Sherrod Brown mentions that he doesn't support Medicare for all uh, because uh, for the same fucking union reason. Look, I I uh, uh, today my last day as a proud union member. Um, I I don't understand this fucking argument. I don't know other people that are rank and file that make this argument. I know union bosses that make this argument. Um, but like the notion that like because you're 
if you get uh, health insurance through your shitty boss uh, and you're, you're the, the one that might run the company in the ground tomorrow and then you won't have any fucking insurance, that's not a good system. We all know that. Uh, we wouldn't have to bargain over health and health insurance. What is the deal? I don't understand these people, especially Sherrod Brown, who who presents himself as like a labor advocate who who ought to know better. You know what I mean? I'm so tired of hearing this. It's so weird how we argue about what things should be like a public good when like life and death, like health should be the number one thing on the list. But it's still like the most heavily like argued over one. And yeah. like you're if you're it's being provided by your boss. Your boss is the same person who, when it comes time to make cuts, if the company's failing, would sacrifice your job on the front line. Like they, 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 they explicitly don't have your interests uh, at heart. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, a sh- it's a shitty article, just really bizarre. Yeah, your boss views you and your healthcare plan as a uh, as a, a cost that and, they want to reduce, and and he doesn't even look you at know? your DNA. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, Anyway, uh, we were going to talk about some random bullshit going on in big tech, since that's supposed to be what this damn podcast is about. Um, but uh, yeah. it's, it's election year, so sometimes we uh, talk about the boys on Amazon. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Prescient. Uh, but anyway, the, so Zuckerberg was all over the news this he was. week. He was. He, um, he, he was skittering. He, he was skittering and tongue flicking all, all over the news because he's a lizard. What? Well, well, <laughs> Yeah, he's blinking with a second set of eyelids all all all, all week. The, the nictitating anyway, membranes of his. He uh he went to Congress and was uh, testifying uh and getting grilled by AOC, which is pretty great. Um, but he uh, basically um he he's had this weird take recently. So I guess I guess we can start with uh he there was this leaked audio from like an internal like staff meeting, I guess, where he was like bitching about uh, uh Warren's like breakout big tech stuff. Yeah, then potential government regulation. And it, it, it was all like very, the, the article kept being like, he's very earnest in it. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I, I don't give a well, fuck. Well, the, the funniest part is when it mentions how earnest he is. Uh, it was like, Z- Zuckerberg sounds earnest and genial throughout the Q&A yeah. sessions. He jokes repeatedly about how he would have been fired several times over the years if he had not negotiated for total control over the company. Yeah. Like, it's ha, a- ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, like, like I, I would have been fired if I hadn't like uh, kept backstabbing people and been been a greedy piece of shit. I would have been fired if there was any accountability at this fucking company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, and everyone else laughed, and I imagine it being like, <laughs> "Good joke, boss." Uh, yeah, I imagine a room full of people sitting in chairs like an Austin Powers that can just dip you back into a a fire pit. <laughs> You're not laughing. Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, it was beautiful. Did you see that uh, meme uh, that was like? Uh, Pornhub and it was AOC and Mark Zuckerberg and it was like uh, pub- public humiliation femdom. Like, oh, like, okay, yeah, it's I, I know what you mean one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just it would have just been a video of her like asking the question of would you uh, work to get like boldface lies and misinformation removed from Facebook and he was like um, mm, uh, from First Amendment. Mm, eh. well, no, he he specifically said no. Like he will like AOC's question was like, if, if I, if, if a Republican, if the Republican party put out ads targeting mostly black zip codes, telling them the wrong date of the election, uh, w- w- like, would you remove that? And, and, uh, and I think actually that one, he was like, he was like, yes. But then, and then 
uh, be because of some sort of ill-defined public good standard. But there was another yeah. one where it was just like outright lies about like uh, um, about policies and things like that. Yeah. Um, and they were like, no, we wouldn't take that down. Well, but uh, I mean, but I mean, do they have an obligation to educate and inform? I mean, I think that I mean this because, is because if, 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 if it's supposed Facebook, to be if it's supposed to be just like a, a you know a bulletin board and so like I can go write a lie on a piece of paper and tack it to a bulletin board, right? But you're you're a fucking nobody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus, do do I do I do I ever know? <laughs> That's what your dad texted me earlier today. Oh um, man, <laughs> second week in a row. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm you're always kidding. you're always you're always you and your, my dad are always your, busting your my balls. Your dad loves you, and I love your dad. Um, romantically, but the the. <laughs> Okay, I don't give, know why I'm, I'm we do this. <laughs> I'm 32 years old and I make weird. I'm in a relationship with your parents jokes. Anyway, and, and all fairness, um, he he does alternate between my mom and my dad, so it's not just hey, he, he, yeah. he's throwing equal shade to everyone. So I'm I'm queering high school level jokes is what I'm doing. <laughs> um, you're progressive as hell. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um. What what were we talking about? Oh, uh, yeah. we were talking about uh, Facebook and the the kind of uh, should they be policing like outright lies? I think it's different when you have like literal the the intention is to contort politics. And it, what what's funny to me is is uh, Zuckerberg. This came up because Zuckerberg is like going in on China about like well well it kind of needs some runway here. So uh face like zuckerberg has been trying to get uh like basically china to allow facebook for for a long time right yeah uh and the there's a good slate article about it this week um but uh it starts out the the, with the most bizarre story that i actually hadn't heard before but apparently it's somewhat infamous four years ago mark zuckerberg approached xi jinping at a white house dinner and asked if the chinese president would honor him and his wife priscilla by giving their soon-to-be-born child an honorary Chinese name. He said no. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, yo, nah, I can't that, do that, that bro. That's, that's weird, man. And then, they yeah. said, and, then they, and then they said that there was video of him jogging in Beijing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, the, the in, in the smog, too, yeah. In the smog. Because you gotta, you, gotta um, get a jab at, you gotta get a jab at China in there, in any American yeah, yeah. article. Well, um, so... And then he was like, so I stopped. So he then they, he just stopped. Like he tried. There was like a four year campaign where he was trying to get headway yeah. into China. And then he just he, gave including, up. So. Including he was he he specifically offered to make a censored version of Facebook yes. for China, uh, which is relevant to this. Suddenly the fucking First Amendment warrior Zuckerberg that we're seeing now. Well, well, but, well he, he's a first. The reason he's a First Amendment warrior in, in the United States is because it doing anything political, he's worried that he would lose members, lose money. Like it, money is more important to him than anything, obviously. So yeah. any any decision he makes is like, mm, I don't know, are people going to get mad at me and take my money away? Quote, until recently, the Internet is in almost every country outside China has been defined by American platforms with strong free expression values. There's no guarantee these values will win out. Yeah. A decade ago, almost all American, all, all the major internet platforms were American. Today, six of the top ten are Chinese, said Zuckerberg. Yeah, recent, it, that, uh, that's, that's China, the other thing George that was China. weird about this is his. he did a lot of America first, like American a, values. It, it was like full-on imperialism. Like, like this it, is, it, He was acting like truth and freedom are Amer- 
like solely within the American purview, like the purview of the American value system. Yeah. Well, it, it reminds me of like, you know, they hate us for our freedom, like sure. literally like Bush era chauvinism. Um, well, but, and, and, uh, and, and again, he's saying that because he's when he's saying this stuff, he's thinking about PR. He's thinking about like uh, he, he knows that if he's doing this fucked up stuff, he's got to make it look patriotic. You know what I mean? Like because obviously there's no uh, integrity involved here. And so I, if you're not engaging in integrity, then you have to make it seem like it's like, oh, no, it's America I'm for America. What I love is he's actually very explicit that like his values are for sale. Um, yes. he, he, he says uh, um, China and Facebook, quote, could never come to an agreement on what it would take for Facebook to operate there. And they never let us in face us. Being yes. Facebook. He, I mean, he admits no, 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 that, no, no, that no. they beat and, him. And he goes on to say the result of this is that now Facebook has, quote, more freedom to speak out and stand up for the values we believe in and fight for freedom of expression around the world. So like, end quote. And it, so if if they had made a deal with China, this would not be Facebook's position because well, well, all they're it, about is, like you said, Casey, making money. Well, but but and he also said that he said that if this goes back to them wanting to break up these companies he kept making the big deal about if if you allow companies like Facebook to be broken up, then the value system of countries like China make inroads into the U.S. and you start losing freedom. Of, like they're the last bastion of freedom of, of speech and integrity. And uh, no, I was just talking about how he kept making a big deal that if Facebook gets pushed back or if it gets adulterated in some way, that those sort of anti-American values – uh, will start creeping in and making headway in the U.S. Yeah, they're making it seem like they were the vanguard of of these values. Well, and well, and again, it's not just he wasn't just talking about freedom of expression. He was specifically kept saying American values, which right? Which no, he kept just, yeah. Which he was conflating. He was conflating. He was conflating Facebook and American values and China and the anti of American values. Like he was making that. Very clear. Yeah, it it just felt like a like not even like a uh, I almost said imperialist dog whistle, but it's like an imperialist bullhorn. It's like very. It seems very clear that what he's doing is like uh, saying like trying to conflate Facebook's interests with like American like foreign policy interests. Which I'm not saying we're there yet, but like, can you imagine like you know we've had we've gone to war for industry before. Right. Yeah. Uh, in our lifetime, we went to we've went to war for oil uh, a couple times. <laughs> a couple we, times. We, now. We've we've been we've been at war for oil for most of my life. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at least at the very least, uh, killing brown folks for oil. This fucking country of ours. Right. Um. So I, I, I mean, we're st- we're still in. Uh, so are we still in Afghanistan because of the Cold War? I y- y- Afghanistan. I think like. I don't even know that Afghanistan is about. Uh, I know that I know that gets like fallacious at some point because there's a lot well, of. We want to have a foothold in the region. I know that that's well, a, it's a strategic part, part thing. Of the, part of Afghanistan is being next to uh, Iran. Yeah, and and freaking them out, which which is you know that does freak Iran out. They don't want uh, Americans uh, hanging out next door killing brown folks because they then, might. And, and then they when they're like, out of brown folks to kill them, they'll go to Iran. And then when um, Iran's like, "Hey, fuck off, America! We're gonna do something." We're like, "Whoa, violent, buddy!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, we, we can't go down foreign policy right now. Like we're, we're getting a, it's all good. I mean, good? I'll just, just have a conversation, buddy. Um, I want you to yeah, wet, I th- wet, I wet think your a middle, large yeah. part of the, the war in Afghanistan at this point, while we're still there is just pride. We don't want to admit that we lost. Sure. 
Yeah. It's, it's it's why it took so long for us to get out of Vietnam, although we weren't in Vietnam nearly as fucking long as yeah. we've been in Afghanistan. I'm surprised Trump uh, hasn't doubled down on like military presence in, in Afghanistan and just to be like, no, we're still, we're winning it. Could you, could yeah. you see a president trying to make the argument that we're winning the war in Afghanistan? <laughs> like that's because I think a lot of Americans forget that it's still going on. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's completely uh, something I can imagine. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, Zuckerberg, um, Zuckerberg also turns out he's very uh, the know, Mark Zuckerberg TMZ. That's he, what I call he, he's very he's also so he loves American values, but he's very anti-American government. Yeah, well, uh, well, yeah, he he definitely uh, doesn't like. I don't know. It's it's the kind of thing. These there was were a good candid in the this, Baffler this, recently uh, this about is, like these companies trying to quote self-regulate in order to avoid like government regulation because they they want to self-regulate to avoid basically a democratically a democratic process that leads to like i know but what's uh, their what's their what's their spin they wouldn't say they're trying to avoid a democratic process that's obviously what they're doing but like we're we're isn't that a huge conflict conflict of interests self-regulation Correct. Like, like is, um, how, how, it's very nakedly a conflict of interests. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't say, I don't well, see how you And there's spin also it. no teeth to it. If you, if you attempt to self-regulate and you fail, then who gives a shit? Well, like, and, nothing and, happens and, to and the thing is, you don't have to sell it yeah. in this country he, but, because the, there's a... Right, even the regulations we have for Facebook, like, I, I, Facebook got fined uh, this past year, I think, for some sort of... I can't remember the violation exactly off the top of my head. I'm sorry. But it was, like, it was like negligible. It was, like a, it was, it was frankly, like, a few million dollars, but that doesn't mean anything to Facebook, which is worth billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, they'll just fire um, people. Well, no, they're not even going to fire people. It's just a drop in the bucket. Like, who gives a shit? Like, basically, all it means for Facebook is that, like, it, it, it costs a few million dollars to break the law, and that was worth it. Yeah. That's all that means. Um, Speaking of which, Felicity Huffman served uh, 11 days of her 14-day prison sentence. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's another. That's a whole other ballgame. That, 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 that was predictable, I think. Because Well, it's just the kind of thing, that in particular, it's just disgusting because you, you think about that story alongside, like, stories of, like, working class people, like... Uh, going to prison for like years for fraud because they wanted their their kids to go to a better school than yes. and they, so they put their uh, different or, zip code or, 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 or there was that teacher who got prison time for using her insurance to help out a poor student wild yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. that was in Texas wasn't it yeah it was in Texas I think it was yeah. um, our country's broken yeah it's it's all messed up um, but Zuckerberg also what he hates about the government is uh, he he went on Fox News to argue against the the Bernie's billionaire tax. Oh, brave! Yeah, he he went on he, like he's just, like it's weird because you know we we start off talking about the New York Times. He tries to act um, like he's politically aloof, but he definitely has an audience, and he knows yeah, he's, it. Re- he's a reactionary. He's yeah. just he's one of the bosses. But yeah. he he um uh, like at one point people were saying Mark Zuckerberg might run for president in twenty twenty as a Democrat. Oh my god! First That's of what all, we're saying. oh my god! Yeah, I I that would I think that would almost be worse than what we have now because he's just so like Trump isn't Trump wasn't powerful before he became president. I mean, he's relatively powerful because he's a rich guy, but he was like kind of a joke. Yeah. Rich guy, like Mark Zuckerberg has real power. I, I would argue Mark Zuckerberg may be arguably more powerful than, than a pre-presidential uh, Donald Trump. 
That's not much for of an sure. argument. I mean, that's not, you, that's yeah, not much it, of an it, argument. But uh, yeah. but I oh, that's just terrifying because of yeah. what he does. But, like it, they they're always like running that. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, it's just it's just like he's very clearly just like a like basically a um like a Mitt Romney style Republican, which which frankly is half a fascist. Well, anyway, well, well, from, he, from he, my he, end of the political spectrum, he put all of his life into pursuing this greedy, ambitious dream. And now, like, every waking moment is him. It's it's like I, I used to bring this up a lot. It reminds me of the Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny cartoon where they find a treasure and Bugs is like, oh, a treasure. But Daffy's like, it's mine. You hear me? Mine. And, like, he gets so paranoid and his, like, hair starts to stand. Like, that's what rich people become. And, like, Mark Zuckerberg, all he can think about is people trying to destroy this thing that he's, like, got a death grip on his wealth and his power. And so it's there's no there's no political ideology or any ideology at all that enters into it. It's just like pure self-preservation. It's not even self-preservation, wealth preservation. But you're, what you're saying about power is really relevant because his defense or his um, his argument against the billionaire tax is this, quote, uh, some people uh, think that, okay, well, the issue or the way to deal with this sort of accumulation of wealth is let's just have the government take it all and now the government can basically decide, you know, all of the medical research that gets done, end quote, uh, and so basically what he's saying, all right, he, he goes on to say, what I believe is I don't think that in some cosmic sense that anyone deserves to have a billion dollars to his credit. He's fucking correct there. Yes. He continues, but there are a lot of people who do really good things and, and kind of, and help a lot of other people and you get well compensated for that. He's saying that, uh, you know, the justification for billionaires is that billionaires spend it on philanthropy, like because Zuckerberg has taken the giving pledge. Everyone pat him on the ass for it. Yeah, um, that's one uh, side of it. But he's also saying that it's there as a lure for brilliant people to compete with each other for innovation. Like, that's another thing he said. He believes in the power of brilliant individuals to compete a- a- and make innovation. And that's yeah. and as a result, they get compensated and then they can give back. Which but, is funny, but, because but, but there's a there's like a lot of. From- there's a lot of we know from Mark, that, that Mark Zuckerberg's that would be story that he, he stole a lot of uh, ideas yes. and labor from people. Well, well, I mean, they all do. It's the same with the uh, quantum, uh, the Google's quantum computing thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well. Um, well, let me say one more thing, and then I'll let you get into Google's quantum computing thing. But oh, that, that's uh, going to be a you thing because I think you know more about the details in it. But like, I'm very. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, so he basically what he's saying. Like, because this is the problem of philanthropy, right? You have these nonprofit organizations, and they they get money from rich people to do things rich people want them to do. So, it, Ma- like which means which means they're dependent on the goodwill of the wealthy to do yes. these good things. So this this is what everyone says about philanthropy is that it's it's not going to confront the system that creates poverty or homelessness or hunger. Yeah. Uh, it's just going to try to mitigate those things. That sure. That is as far as they will go on a good day. It, it's, um, it's meant to pacify so that we don't pursue that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, like, and also it, it, it leaves power in the hands of rich people to decide, as Mark Zuckerberg said, what med- like things like what medical research gets done. Yes. God forbid we do that through the government, which could, you know, it's, for all its shortcomings, it could theoretically be more democratic and is yes. to some degree democratic now. Well, and, like, and, the, and the idea that it shouldn't be based on real human need, but should be based on what's lucrative. And capitalists would be like, uh, those should uh, yeah. ideologically, like technically those should be the same. Well, it's not even necessarily what's lucrative. It's just what Mark Zuckerberg 
decides yeah, to it's his whim. put his money. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, true. It's, it's completely at his whim. Yeah, I mean, wealthy uh, people are tyrants because they can do just when they get a wild hair up their ass, they can do whatever they want to. Yeah. But like, I mean, as you said, it's kind of like uh, like the, the Google quantum computing thing. Um, and it's been a minute since I read this, but basically Google said recently that it had achieved a breakthrough um, that would allow it to start developing quantum computers, which can do the calculation of supercomputers like at a um, or ma- it can do uh, calculations of, like a magnitude greater than uh, our currently existing supercomputers in like half the time, basically. So really we could, advanced we, we, computing. We, we, we could get closer to the, you know, neural, like the real brain uh, style. Uh, that that That's that's the idea is that it would be a step up in the types of compu- I'm out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what the neural brain thing was, but no, no, I, it, I, I it's, it's even, definitely leaps and it. bounds uh, ahead. Um, but, uh, so scientists likened Google's announcement to the Wright brothers first plane in 1903. Um, and, and, and just to, just to express the magnitude here, a quantum machine could one day drive big advances in area like artificial intelligence and make even the most powerful supercomputer look like toys. The Google device did in three minutes and 20 seconds, a mathematical calculations that supercomputers could not complete in under 10,000 years. The company said in its paper. So on the one hand, what the fuck does that even mean? I was trying um, to articulate the artificial intelligence thing earlier. That's what I was oh, saying. Okay. In the neural network. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I was just um, bad at, yeah, that's all right. Uh, let me find, I mean the, the whole, the whole point was that what they'd done is they, just compiled research that had been done before them right uh so yeah this article it's basically about just how google is now like taking credit for it's like basically i don't know let me let me read this here and we'll talk about it like much of the cutting edge work being done in corporate research labs google's quantum effort has its roots in academia in 2014 google hired a team of physicists who had spent the previous several years working on uh, on computing at the university of california santa barbara um so basically what this means is there was a lot of public money already doing the research, which they hired these guys. They hired these guys so they could claim their research. They poached these scientists from a public university yeah. to basically carry the football over the finish line. And now they're like, look what we did, everyone. Yeah. And it's like, like, yeah, but I, I don't know. So like, it's, it's one of these things that uh, this big, powerful corporation is basically claiming credit for uh research that was at the very least started and continued for many many years by uh by public money and public institution add that to the fact that uh, like these types of advances are built on hundreds of years of human yeah. knowledge even, um, even, so even the like, right even the right brothers would have done like research on aerodynamics and previous models of you know they didn't do the you know leonardo da vinci was doing you know this stuff back in the day like it wasn't that they just said, "Hey, I wonder if anyone's ever done that." Like stuff like this would happen in a vacuum, especially nowadays. That's what that's what the so that's what's going on at Google. the The other horror story out of big tech this week was that um, at Amazon, someone died. Yes, in the on on the in their warehouse. Uh, one of these. Which, which campus was this? Do you know? Um, or which warehouse? There, somewhere in Etna, Ohio. Because this this happened before. I remember there was a there was a last week tonight uh, episode where John Oliver mentioned this woman uh, complained of being tired and needing an extra break. They told her to work through it. She had a heart attack, died, and then people had to keep working. The company later claimed that they didn't have to keep working, but there are tweets from workers like, 
they've got us working and there's a lady dead here on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking horrible. Yeah. But I mean, uh, so and similarly, this person had a heart attack. It's, yeah. just, it's like um, there may be a pattern here. And this person was only 48 years old. Well, it's also um, related to the competing with machines thing from the other article. Uh, so basically, uh, this person has a heart attack and they're laying on the floor for about 20 minutes before anyone notices. Yep. Which is wild because Amazon's warehouses work pretty much on ubiquitous surveillance. That's how yes. they get it done. Yeah. But they're also huge as balls. That's true. They, they're big facilities, but it's the kind of thing uh, I think in this report. I, like I, 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 I bet there was someone like some floor boss who was like, oh, this not floor boss. Sorry. That's the uh, wrong term. Uh, I bet there was someone looking at their their stats and like, oh, this person's being unproductive as shit. In March, at the same warehouse, another worker died going wow. after going into heart attack or uh, uh, cardiac arrest. Wow! Almost said heart attack arrest, which is different. Or the same. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's with with all these new technologies that they're employing. Damn! Like, with, so with those, yeah. this guy went to Amcare, which I guess is Amazon clinic type bullshit. Ew. He went to Amcare complaining about chest pains. He should have been sent to the hospital, says the the person's brother, not just sent back to work just to put things like toothpaste in a bin so somebody can get it in an hour. So uh, this guy's, you know, righteously pissed off. Yeah. Um, Like like at Amazon, there's workers who are like, if something messes up and someone's order gets delayed, everyone has you. They will do anything that they can to get it to you by the day they said you'd get it. Like people have to fucking bleed and die to get you your fucking pack. And to be honest with you. I, I don't need my uh I don't need my uh trade paperback uh copy of Transmetropolitan that bad. Yeah. I don't need I don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um oh, man, this is just dark shit. Uh an employee who worked and this is just like you said, the same situation as the t- last time, an employee who worked the same shift as Foister told the Guardian that after he died they were immediately, quote, forced to go back to work. Yep. And the um, company later said that that wasn't the case, but there were tweets like at the like in real time a couple of days before uh foister put the wrong product in the wrong bin and within two minutes management saw it on camera came down to talk to him about it so what the Mm. fuck is going on with it like him having a heart attack and no one knowing for 20 minutes i mean someone probably did know i mean they're they're they're, but they don't give a shit well 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 not only that they're probably panicking thinking of pr they're probably like oh shit what do we do what do we do what do we do what do we do like they're not thinking about like oh let's take care of this person they're like okay everyone calm down well, we got to think of our story we got to think of our what what do we you got to call you got to call legal you got to you got to you got to call legal you got to call hr you got you know how do we solve this in the least disruptive way possible yes, how do exactly. we get uh this how do we get an ambulance in here without uh, uh how do we get this motherfucker off sh- our floor shutting without down operations right yeah because if, if you if you call an ambulance and like have everyone stop what they're doing uh i don't know like it's gonna cause a panic and that's gonna set everyone back so let's yeah. not do that that's that's my speculation there yeah but um fuck amazon fuck jeff bezos these well we, we bastards. All, well we also read this story about how like the technology that helps these people out in the warehouses makes work easier to a certain extent but then it ups the productivity to where these people is like a it's like a sort of modern day John Henry where these people are like having to up their productivity even more because of this thing and it's causing yeah. like exhaustion burnout and the company's not allowing for that so there's so now there's like incredible turnovers because of this yeah uh, so um th- that that was an interesting article in Recode so it says that 
the industry is putting pressure on workers with new technology through gamification that pits warehouse workers against each other. Uh, Amazon warehouse workers, for example, play Tetris-like game called Mission Racer, where <sighs> employees race to fill customer orders through a virtual competition that mirrors their real-life packing rates. We talked about this that in the previous of, episode. Uh, this kind of competitive monitoring monitoring caused Amazon workers like uh, Eric Goulian undue stress. It pushed us to the limits and, in fact, pushed me so far uh, as for me to get physically injured on the job. I was diagnosed with a hernia at age 23. The algorithms that were in place for us, they made us follow unrealistic rates. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about that is that I feel like it's something people don't realize uh, uh, consciously. I think everyone knows it in the, like subconsciously, but like it's if you get it's it's not just you get paid x amount of money for y hours per week yeah like and you know you're, you're trying to up your pay per hour or maybe you're trying to uh work 40 hours instead of 60 but at the end of the day if your boss can get you to work twice as hard in 40 hours then that's a and, and while paying you the same amount that's that's just as big a win and it's it's awful for human health by and way. they'll be and they'll be like oh you got the fucking robot to help you quit whining well, the, I mean, that that's the big question here. The robot clearly isn't helping anyone. Well, the robot... Or, 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 they, and and but, by the robot, we mean just these the technologies that are enhancing I mean, the, the, the warehouse. The, the technologies streamline things, but the thing is you have to keep up and almost become... You have to live up to that machine's new bar. You know, it's like making... Yeah. It's like with these new technologies and the automation, it's like making robots out of the, out of the workers. Yeah. Or attempting to. Um... So Zuckerberg's a piece of shit. Um, Jeff Bezos is a he's a bigger he's a bigger piece of shit. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing that I forgot to mention about uh, Zuckerberg actually, this is what frustrated me because if Sanders' plan had been enacted decades ago, uh, uh, Zuckerberg would have been worth twenty nine billion dollars in twenty eighteen instead of sixty one billion. That's that's it. That's the difference. He he would still be a fucking billionaire. Yeah, yeah. So even Bernie's proposal isn't actually proposing to abolish millionaires. Well, but Zuckerberg's still being an asshole about it. Well, I mean, we read that other article about that company who is like going bankrupt and like thousands of people are getting laid off, and uh, the CEO's net worth is still going to be over a billion dollars. And and it's and it's like oh yeah to, we worked to, that happened this week yeah we worked fucking we worked Jesus Christ which which it's wild they got because it got bailed out by SoftBank but they've never WeWork has never made a profit yes uh, but because because WeWork because we we reward innovation in this country Adam exactly we just Capital reward ca- like white men that have shitty ideas like any idea will do and and, and the and the and the company got bailed out for being bankrupt when it was valued at eight billion dollars to me that doesn't say, say bankrupt but they were like but that's down from 47 billion dollars and i'm like they don't yeah, make i mean profit. the same thing is going to happen to uber undoubtedly yeah like, yeah uh, uh, because that, I, uber's been over evaluated for a long time i think it's my understanding whatever i one thing i i'll say this on the air one thing i want to start doing is putting together episodes about uh, bringing these companies under public control. Yes, 
I and, and, and part of that needs part nationalizing them. You know, part of that needs to be we need to do a theory a series uh, a theory of change episode or at least a series of theory of change episodes yeah. toward toward nationalize nationalization of these big companies. Well, yeah, I just want to like have like actually detailed. Like, yes. What does it look like for Amazon to yeah. be a public company? What does it look like for Facebook to be a public company? Because because anytime Google, you get an Apple. argument, anytime you get an argument with you know capitalist shitheads, it's always like they already have the system as it is to be like, well, look, here's how it here's how it works. Like we we need to there's there's a culture war here, and we need to be able to win. We need to have the yeah. you need to be you need to be able to argue with these shitheads. So if you if you're listening to the end of this long long podcast and you have and you want us to do one in particular first email us and tell us you know hey shitheads uh do the do the damn amazon next ha- hashtag hashtag hey shitheads on twitter yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's a hashtag we use yeah and uh yeah like do do reach out and interact with us uh t- the two people who have reached this this section of the podcast and let us know uh let us know what sort of uh you know what sort of episode you'd like to see in that direction yeah i'm i'm adam at futureleft.org uh, casey is casey at futureleft.org but uh, yeah that's that's it for us on future left i'm casey i am the other one bye everybody bye